to the Chronically Real Podcast. Real life, real talk. I'm your host, CMT Strong, and I'm here with Charlie and DO3. What's up? I'm just getting over this uh, Boba Fett episode that just happened this Wednesday. That was crazy. Mm, that was fire, wasn't it? That was like Star Wars apologizing to the fans for the total mess up of the last three movies that was just like oprah going like you get fan service you get fan service you get fan service we love you fans and we're gonna bless you with this awesome episode that was a crazy episode one of my favorites was the appearance of ahsoka and her reference to anakin skywalker when he or she told him just like your father I was like, didn't my father kill a bunch of kids? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's going to happen with that whole Luke and Grogu thing? I don't know. Whatever Grogu chooses, it's going to potentially rewrite the entire sequels. Because Ben Solo was supposed to be Luke's first student. But if Grogu becomes his first student, then that just... like It doesn't even make the sequels matter anymore because now things have changed. Hmm. So I think Grogu is going to go with the Mandalorian just because I don't think they're just going to retcon an entire trilogy like that. Interesting. What if Grogu learns to use the dark saber? Yeah, but to do that, you have to beat the person in combat. It's not something you can inherit. That was what the downfall of the dead watch was last time because it was inherited. What if he just uses it? And not uses it to wield power or authority or rulership. But that is a symbol of power. Like, imagine Zeus and he didn't use a thunderbolt. Hmm. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. But I thought his little chainmail outfit was pretty fire. I want him to put it on. Dude, he's basically going to be invisible. Why can't he choose the lightsaber and still wear the, the chainmail? Is it like, if he wears the chainmail, he's acknowledging he's a Mandalorian? I think so, just because of the whole Jedi mindset that Luke still has, because he doesn't change anything until way later. So he's still in the infancy of his, you know, knowing how to train people. Yeah. Ahsoka Tano met Luke. Dude. <laughs> I would have hoped that they would have met, but now there's all these other questions. Like, if they met, maybe the other uh, lone Jedi survivors met too. Because you just don't hear about, you know, Luke destroying a Death Star and then setting up a Jedi Temple somewhere and not do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Cal is still out there. Ezra's out there. Yeah, like when they put that BB droid in Episode 5, I'm like, yo, I've only ever seen that droid in that Star Wars Fallen Order game. Where did he get the droid? Didn't he get the droid on that planet that you first go to in the video game? Yeah, I don't remember the planet's name, but it was left by uh, another Master Jedi, and they kind of just formed this unique bond. I wonder what's going to happen with Ezra. Dude, he kind of just disappeared, didn't he? Yeah. He kind of pieced out, and that was it. In the episode of Mandalorian where Ahsoka shows up, toward the end there, she she says, where is Thrawn? <laughs> Yeah, so I wonder if she's still looking for him. Because isn't Ahsoka, I think she's going to get her own show too. She is. I can't wait for the Obi-Wan series because that's going to be coming out in a few weeks, I think. 
It is. And they suggested in the trailer we may see another lightsaber battle between Vader and Obi. Yeah, because it just said since the last time that we met, it didn't mean like all those 30, 20 years ago. Because I wasn't impressed with Obi's lightsaber skills against Vader in The New Hope. I mean, they didn't have CGI. He was an old guy. Mm -hmm. Bunch of senile old guys fighting each other. That's what that battle was. And he sacrificed himself. Yeah, because like I think Vader was maybe like in his mid-40s by then. And with all that mechanical stuff in him, it slowed him down too. I am the master. Yeah. I'm fascinated that Luke and Ahsoka actually had contact. But it sounds like it might be the last time they meet. They kind of foreshadow that they might meet again. But who knows? In what way? As a force ghost? I don't know. She's not dead yet. (laughs) I think there's something going on out there. David Filoni and Jon Favreau, they have a plan. Ezra's still out there. Cal's out there. Grogu may be out there. We don't really know what happens to him. What if they form a new Jedi Council? That's just the thing, because we won't know anything until this next episode. Because it all depends on what Grogu decides. What if they don't show what he decides until the Mandalorian season well, comes that's out? That's how you make more money. We're just going to have to wait. <laughs> Maybe they gave us such a rich episode full of content because that's what they're going to do so we won't be so disillusioned yeah this last episode for this series or not series but season better be good i want to see boba kick some butt i think him and mondo are going to team up and totally obliterate the pike yeah what about that scene with Cad Bane coming through the desert? Dude, that was crazy. Because he's the only one that dresses like a cowboy from a Westerns movie. So I'm just like, there's no way they didn't include him. But it, there he was. <laughs> he was as aggressive as ever, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, like the way he grinds his teeth when he speaks. He basically said, this is what's going to happen, okay? <laughs> We're going to run spies through here, and there's nothing you're going to do about it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. It's sad that Cad Bane took out his deputy, but who knows? We don't know if the marshal would have won that fight because he was distracted by his deputy. Yeah, he turned and looked out of concern towards his protege. Yep. Now his protege is dead, and now the marshal is severely wounded. Bane didn't just take him out. He violently dropped him. Yeah, he shot him like three times. And then he shot the marshal in his, I think in his uh, aiming arm. Removing the threat, but keeping him alive to understand who the man is around here. Did you hear what Cad Bane said to the marshal? He's like, you should have kept your armor. So Cad Bane knew that he was rocking around with Boba Fett's armor at one point. Cad Bane knows Boba Fett. Yeah. Because in a cut a cut uh, episode of The Clone Wars, and I imagine they cut it because in that episode, Cad Bane dies. Mm. But they actually had a duel. Boba Fett and Cad Bane? Yeah, but he was still an adolescent. So I think he was like uh, 14 around that time, around the end of The Clone Wars. Mm. Did Cad Bane know Jango Fett? Yeah, to my immediate knowledge, Jango Fett actually trained Cad Bane 
So that's why Cad Bane was so good at taking out Jedi's. Didn't he have certain armor abilities or weapons that would take out a lightsaber? Yeah, I don't remember the name of the bullet. Caskian? No, that's the name of that Wookiee. Yeah. Caridian? Whatever, but it starts with a K, and that's all that matters. But it's able to short-circuit a lightsaber, potentially even breaking it. And that's like castrating a Jedi, huh? Yeah. If you take his lightsaber away? Yeah, because you can't really, like... I've only seen one Force user actually block a blaster bolt, and that was Dark Vader. And he was already overpowered as it is. He blocked it with his hand, didn't he? Yeah, he said, "Ugh, get that out of here. And there's a scene in Empire Strikes Back where they go into the dining room, and Han Solo whips out his blaster and shoots a few times, and Darth Vader totally blocks the blaster fire. Yeah, like he was dancing. <laughs> He's like, bang, bang, bang. He only shot twice, didn't he? I think so. And then Boba's just chilling right behind him. What did Vader say? What did he say? He said, uh, I don't know, but he was very gracious and, and had good manners of welcoming them into the room. Yeah, like, won't you be our guest or something like that? Like some Beauty <laughs> and the Beast stuff right there. Yeah. Then he changes the deal. <laughs> Pray don't do it again. What a G. Dude, I can't wait for this Obi-Wan series and to see him prime Vader. This is prime of his life, Vader, right? I'm not too sure where the timeline is, but I'm assuming we're seeing uh, like 10 years after the purge. Hmm. In the New Hope, Vader was still pretty tough. But he was older. Yeah. You can see him showing his age in Empire Strikes Back, and he's in Return of the Jedi, he shows his age as well. Yeah. I don't remember because the Empire ruled for at least 30 years so and i think anakin was like 23 when he turned to the dark side so he's probably in his 50s by the return of the jedi mm -hmm. how old do you think luke is in return of the jedi well i 30 maybe i think they actually based it off his physical age i think he was like 18 around that time and the new hope older. i think so and then so and the second Death Star didn't blow up till like 12 years after the first one. Yeah, he was maybe in his early 30s as a Jedi. So it took him a good decade to become a knight. And of course, I don't know if these numbers are correct because I'm going off the top of my head. Mm. How fire is that Emperor throne room scene? Yeah. He taps on the lightsaber. Oh, you want this? I was like, yeah, I love when you talk dirty to me. <laughs> 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 your overconfidence is your weakness. I remember always watching those movies. Those were cool movies. When we were little, there were times where our parents would allow us to pick any movie we wanted to watch. We had a bookcase thing full of VHS. Uh, old school Netflix. VCR. Huh? <laughs> we had all the Return of the Jedis, or actually Star Wars movies at the time. We'd always say we want to watch Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. We always would speculate, me and my sisters, we'd speculate on what if they made more movies? What would it be like? What if Luke got married? It's like, What's Leia going to do? We always, and then when the 
prequels came out was very exciting. That's when you were a kid. Wasn't I like maybe a few years old when the Phantom Menace came out? Yeah. I remember playing that for your mom and she had no concept or excitement about it. And I remember being so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of those things you had to get into when you were younger. Because it's with like a lot of people that didn't get to see it till like their 30s. And they're just like, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) It was great. It like really attaches to your inner kid. Mm -hmm. I was disappointed in the last three movies. Ray was fire. I liked the character. Yeah, but the way that they had her progress didn't make too much sense. Because she got too powerful too quickly. And even if it was the force assisting her... I mean, that's just, it was pretty quick. And what's up with no showing training? Yeah. We saw Yoda train Luke, right? And Leia barely, not really even really trained Rey in the last movie. Or was that the movie before? Leia died in the last movie, right? Yeah. So before that, she had a... Well, Leia Leia was referred to as Master by Rey. Rey called her Master. So there was some type of training there. Yeah, but I don't know what the timeline is because even Luke took like 10 years to be actually become a Jedi Knight. Mm. And he didn't officially become a master until Palpatine and Vader died. Mm-hmm. What if we see Luke train Leia in the Mandalorian? When do you think Leia started training? I don't know. I think it was right after. Because then I think Han and Leia had a kid, and then she started training. And I don't think... No, didn't she stop training because she was pregnant and she feared? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Because remember, uh, what do you call it? Luke said that Ben was his first student. Hmm. Unless there's like, they weren't technically students. I don't know. I would have to- well, if they were at the Jedi Temple, if there was a Jedi Temple... Of course, all of them would have been students. Like Yoda interacted with a bunch of younglings. Yeah. And they were students. But we also have to remember that, like, Ben wasn't trained till he was about 10 years old. And that's right after the Return of the Jedi. And Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian or the book Boba Fett's based five years after Mm -hmm. the destruction of the Death Star. So I don't think Grogu is considered a Padawan here. No, not yet. More like a trainee. Like, like a was, student. Yeah, like the little kids in the second uh, Star Wars movie. Attack yeah, the, the younglings, right? Yeah. Because so, you have to be a youngling first. Yeah. And then, because that's the whole thing around Ahsoka, she was a youngling, mm-hmm. and then she was assigned as Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Yeah. At this point, I think Grogu is a youngling. I don't think he's a Padawan learner yet. He's going to be a youngling for a long time. If... Grogu leaves Luke Skywalker as a youngling. Technically, he's not a Padawan, and maybe he's not a Padawan, and maybe Ben was his official Padawan, his first student. Yeah, because that's how it works. You don't, they have to get over the youngling training first, and then at that point, you don't become a Padawan or first student. Until you actually have a master above you. Because mm. the only way a Jedi Knight can become a master is by officially getting his Padawan to a knight. 
but mm-hmm. Luke was a special case since he was the only Jedi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's enough of that. Let's talk about aggression. In the fitness industry, you hear the expression, release the beast within you. Dude, that happens like every morning. You, know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. you have to be a beast. And oftentimes there's this outward display of uncontrolled emotion associated with that cliche. I think it's just violence, not aggression. It's a form of aggression, but there's other things attached to it. What do you mean? Violence, oh, violent okay. aggression. The type of aggression associated or should be associated with that cliche is goal-oriented purpose aggression. Yeah, you should have a goal that you want to constantly go at, but you shouldn't beat the heck out of people to get there either. Exactly. It should be a positive aggression, right? Yeah, you can't use other people as your little stepping stone. Because you're going to eventually need to be a leader to them, but no one's going to respect you. Mm. And notice what Carl Rogers says in his book, Becoming a Person. The lion is often a symbol of the ravaging beast. But what about him? Unless he has been very much warped by contact with humans, he has a number of qualities I've been describing. Carl Rogers in this chapter is describing congruency and being balanced and in harmony with who you really are. To be sure, he kills when he is hungry, but he does not go on a wild rampage of killing, nor does he overfeed himself. He keeps his handsome figure better than some of us. He is helpless and dependent in his puppyhood, but he moves from that to independence. He does not cling to dependence. He is selfish and self-centered in infancy, but in adulthood he shows a reasonable degree of cooperativeness, and he feeds, cares for, and protects his young. He satisfies his sexual desires, but this does not mean that he goes on a wild and lustful orgy. His various tendency and urges have harmony within him. He is, in some basic sense, a constructive and trustworthy member of his species. Yeah, because if you're seen as this dude that goes out and has sex with everyone, people are like, this dude's an animal. Exactly. (laughs) Always using violence to get what you want. This guy is a tyrant. Aggressive. Yeah. And individuals... And start to interpret that as toxic masculinity. Yeah. Where a lion, if you watch these nature shows and you you honestly observe the behavior of a lion in its natural habitat, he doesn't roar for no reason. He roars to protect his territory, to protect his family. Yeah, and they don't go they just don't kill for fun. They eat they kill to eat, like you said. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine, like, just the lion population just wiping out every other mammal out there? It's going on an uncontrolled rampage. Because if that was the case, they would have died out a long time ago. Aggression is a natural quality of a person. Where it becomes wrong is when violence happens. Mm -hmm. 
But some violence is voluntary. Let's say for a boxer, a UFC fighter. It's still controlled violence. It's still controlled aggression. Yeah, you're not going to walk out the ring and start beating up the crowd. <laughs> Unless you got a mental problem, yeah. right? That would be considered mental mm -hmm. if you were out of control with violence. Yeah. And it's unacceptable in our society, isn't it? Individuals who are violent, who go on rampages, are considered what? Criminals. They're maladjusted. They're not in harmony with societal forms, societal rules. So they got to be locked up and kept away. When you go into the gym, you go in there with purpose. You have a goal-oriented purpose, right? I don't know. Some of these people are weird. <laughs> what about that guy that was barking at his friend the other day? Were you with me? I or... think so. He's like, let's go. Yeah, right. and he started barking at him like, roo, roo, roo. <laughs> uh -huh. people are weird. Because mm -hmm. I think we're just like, we kind of just mess around while we're working out, but we're not like, you know, super loud. And I wouldn't call that aggression, him barking at him. I, I feel that is pumping his friend up, motivating his friend. Yeah. That's not aggression. <laughs> I don't know. If you were doing that to me, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, Get away from me. I'm trying to lift. <laughs> yeah. I need to focus. Mm -hmm. I think the fitness industry is diseased. I believe there are certain things that need to be changed. And the the perspective on aggression should change, in my opinion. It seems to me posting pictures of an uh, out-of-control display of emotion is not the proper view of aggression. Yeah, because when you let your feelings control you, it's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. It's just like... a. How there's good fat and bad fat, there's good aggression and there's bad aggression. Yes, improper aggression and, and proper aggression. Aggression is part of the person. Yeah. It's been documented by psychologists and psychiatrists, mental health experts, to repress your aggression. I'm speaking of proper aggression, goal-oriented aggression, is damaging to the individual. Yeah. If you turn that inwardly, it can result in depression. Aggression needs to be properly channeled and integrated into the person. Yeah. And posting a picture of yourself behaving in a, quote, beast-like manner <laughs> is not proper aggression. They're just like yelling at the camera, I'm not the one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just starts repping 220. <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the beast. Become a beast. What are we saying here? We're not saying proper aggression. You're saying display the violent aggression. That's that's my opinion. Can you be the same beast but a different animal? Mm. I like the correct perspective of how a lion behaves in his natural habitat. That lion is, is just kind of just chilling. He's in harmony with himself. He's comfortable with who he is. Yeah, there's some times where they have videos. At least I've seen a video of a wolf and a deer just walking next to each other. It's just one of those things. Predators don't attack other mammals unless they're hungry. And most mammals are smart enough to know when a predator is hungry. Mm -hmm. It's crazy stuff, huh? That was my concern about the fitness industry. 
Can we stop posting pictures of beasts and animals and promoting that as behavior to reach your goals? <laughs> what if I am a beast? What if I am a lion and I grow up my beard and I grow up my mane? Mm. What message are you trying to send? I don't shave. <laughs> I don't maintain my hair. I smell probably weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's our show for this week. Random talk. We'll see you next time. Follow us at CMT Strong on Instagram or shoot us an email at the chronically real podcast at gmail.com. 